Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Can You Put Me on Guest List. I'm Katie Knight, and joining me today on the podcast is super talented, beautiful, inside and out, Natalia Roth. Now, I'm really, really happy to have Natalia on the podcast because she's just one of them people that you know has worked so, so hard and has achieved so much in such a short period of time. A lot of you will know of Natalia as one of the main residents of Space Miami. But Natalia is originally from Puerto Rico. So we talk all about what it was like growing up in Puerto Rico, what type of music she was surrounded by, why she made the move to Miami, and how she became a resident at Space Miami, which is a really, really interesting story because actually Natalia started at Space Miami working on the door and she's worked her way up and is now, as I mentioned before, one of the residents there. Natalia since then has also been playing all over the world. She also has her own party brand, Melody. And I was just really, really curious to know more about her journey, how she started out and what she's got coming up because it's really exciting time for Natalia. I think she's just at that point now where Everything is starting to explode. And on top of that, she's just such a lovely, lovely girl to chat to. So thank you so much for joining us for this next chat. And I hope that you enjoy this next episode with the lovely Natalia Roth. Yeah, my internet has been so weird today. So I was like, oh, I hope it all, it's okay for now. But I think it's, I think it's stable. I mean, I can see it perfectly. It's not, it's not like glitching or anything. Okay, cool. How are you? I'm good. And you? I'm good. It's so nice to meet you. Likewise. Isma has said a lot of great things about you. Isma has said a lot of great things about you too. Oh, I love him. He's like my teddy bear. <laughs> He's so cute, isn't he? Yeah, He's the best. He has been so excited that we're doing this together. He was like, I can't believe you're going to be chatting together. <laughs> He's the best. We really, we really clicked when I was in Ibiza and then now like he came to Miami and we just became like this. Oh, so you guys met in Ibiza. Yeah. Uh-huh. We met when I was, um, I came to play for Paradise. Oh, I thought that you, okay, yeah, I, of course, yeah, that makes sense. You would have met yeah. there. Okay, I just thought that this had all happened since he got to Miami, but I didn't know that you'd, like, previously met before in, in Ibiza. Yeah, 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 we met before, and then um, I came, and uh, he was just, like, we were like this, obviously. I mean, we already clicked in Ibiza, but, yeah. like, now it's just, like, definitely inseparable <laughs> do you know what my mum and dad both met him when uh they came over to Ibiza I think it was in August or September and uh my mum straight away she was like oh my god I'm obsessed with him I love him so much he's so cute <laughs> that's like the best energy like I know I know he really does how's things yeah. with you how's Miami I'm good I'm good Miami is a getting really busy at the moment it's Miami Music Week coming up so everything's like gonna be well the whole month of March is gonna be crazy yeah so it's still pretty busy now like it hasn't stopped since Basel it hasn't stopped at all so yeah you've been super busy huh I've been busy I mean I was busier like during the summer and then until November I was traveling a lot but then uh 
for December, it was really busy with Basel, New Year's, and all that. But then the whole month of January and February, it was busy. It wasn't super busy for me personally, but I was just working on music a lot. So I've been keeping myself busy over there. How long yeah. have you been in Miami for? Uh, I, am, I would say 2017. 2017. But you're originally I, from Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, yeah. So I lived all my life in Puerto Rico. I'm not, I'm, my family's not Puerto Rican. I was just born and raised there. My mom's Argentinian. My dad's Cuban and they met there. So they had me there. Wow, and, what a mix. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow, I love that. And so they met there and then you were born there and raised there up until you moved to Miami. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I moved to Miami because of the, the really like crazy hurricane um, that like destroyed the whole, whole island. And it was just like unbearable living there. Like really it took a while to get recovered. Even when I was still here and I would come back to base it, it was like a mission to go back because it was just crazy. Like, I remember everything was destroyed. There was no power for, like, a very long time. I don't remember how much time exactly, but I know it was a very long time. And, uh, like, it was crazy to get gas, food, like, essentials. So I was just, like, I was pretty lucky because um, at that moment I used to model. So, and, like, on a professional level. So I was just going crazy. remember standing in, like, a 17-hour gas line trying to get gas for my car. Like, literally for 17 hours. 17 hours. Yeah. And I was going crazy. I was like, what am I going to do? I need to get out of here. Like, I can't live like this. And it's like a a really bad struggle. So I started, like, sending my pictures to um, Miami. For me, was, like, the closest, biggest Mm -hmm. opportunity. So I started sending all my modeling pictures, all my digitals to agencies. And until one agency was like, get over here. Like, we'll take you, we'll sign you. And I was like, I left. And that's it, you went? And that's it, I went. And I, I still DJed since I was in Puerto Rico, but it's just, I was more focused into modeling because it was like, what was like giving me money yeah. at the time also. So yeah, I just left. And from then it was just like, I never went back because... I don't know. I love Miami. <laughs> it's like, do you? Do you really love it over there? I, I love Miami because I'm from Puerto Rico. So I like the tro- the tropical aspect of it. And then it has like a, like a city to it. So, and also I've met amazing people here. So I, I love it here. It's literally, it's home. So you were already DJing in Puerto Rico before you went over to Miami anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. I started DJing since I was very young. I started going out since I was very young. Okay. My mom has always like taught me to like be a go-getter and independent. So I guess that came with a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. So I was already like, I could for sure say I was 13, 14 already going out. Wow, so, you're super young. I mean, it was kind of normal in Puerto Rico as well. Like okay. very young and like, it's a very drinking culture. So I guess like, it's already like, I can't find the word for it. It's like encouraged. It's, yeah. 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 It's like part of what you would do growing up. Exactly. Were you listening and like going out listening to dance music, electronic music, or what kind of well, music styles was it? So from Puerto Rico, it was like a very, like at that moment, there was like a very 
big rave scene like but not not like especially techno and house music but more like like edm okay like i started to go out as that very young and then um and then i found my way through like the more underground aspect of it and i was like oh well the vibes here are immaculate so What what point though did you realize or did you think to yourself I want to actually make a career out of music like this is what I want to do I honestly like I always was like very into music I used to take instrumental like instrument classes piano um guitar um I used to take a lot of singing classes I was obsessed with singing um and I even did um musical theater at some point oh for, really yeah for a few years so um, I don't know when I when I found like the electronic music aspect I was like okay I feel like this is more my way yeah and I I was like I wonder what I can do with this so I started doing it just as a hobby for fun and then it took me to like being like the I was having so much fun with it that it took me to saying okay maybe I want to do this more often like maybe I can do this for real and yeah where <laughs> and here we are now <laughs> where was your first ever gig uh it was in Puerto Rico I think it was 2016 or 2017 I'm I'm not really sure I have to double check that um it was at this party called the Atlantic Room uh-huh. and uh I think it was with this DJ from New York called David Paglia um he plays like all vinyl and stuff like that and um yeah so uh, a few years ago what what's the dance music scene like in Puerto Rico now because I actually have never I don't actually know I don't think I know anybody from Puerto Rico. I think it was actually no, Priscilla. Actually, and I think I've seen that you're friends with Priscilla Hudgens. Yes, yes. I love her. Okay, so she's the only person I've ever met apart from you now from Puerto Rico. So I have no idea what the scene is like over there. So what is it? What's it like? I mean, so before the hurricane, there was, as I said, like the EDM aspect of it. There was like some festivals, like certain type of months like um there were like two three day festivals um but for like underground music I think there was like a I think it was weekly or bi-weekly party but like it it wasn't not like that usual like Friday Saturday Sunday or like other places like everyday type of thing it was just like special events they would book international DJs and like everybody was like so excited for that that I feel like when it would come to the day of the party it was really like the vibes were just great because mm. everybody was just like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for that date to come. It wasn't like you get to do it all the time. Yeah. So before there, before the year came, I, I had a, a lot of fun. I thought it was great. But then um, after the year came, like it really went down a lot. People didn't want to go out. Like nothing. Like I don't think there was anything that special for a while. And then recently, just now, I've seen a lot of new people come out and do really cool things. And um, right now, I think there's definitely a scene. It's just, like I said, not like an everyday type of thing. It's yeah. People definitely, like, save themselves for an event and, like, yeah, 
It's yeah. not like Ibiza or Miami where you can literally go to a party at any hour, any time of the day. Exactly, exactly. So you moved to Miami um, for modelling. And then what happens next? How does your career turn from modelling into getting more and more gigs in Miami? And what were your first steps into the music scene over there? So I moved here alone, completely alone. So I just started to go out to clubs alone. Like I was just like, I'm going to get myself out there. I'm going to go. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to try to make friends. The only way I'm going to make friends is going out. not So I just started to go out alone and uh, I started to meet people little by little. I was posting pictures at the clubs. So like, well, when I say clubs, it's like mostly at space. At that moment, it was trade. And I started to meet like promoters. I started to meet like people who worked there and people who didn't work there. People who actually first people I've met still my friends. So yeah, I started to go by myself, just like and meet people. It's the best yeah. way, isn't it? Just to jump in. I know. I always think like when when you're in positions like that, it can be quite nerve wracking when you just don't know anyone. But it's so easy to like, especially I think in our music industry, to meet people and to make friends. It's in the, like I think people are quite open to like meet new people and stuff, and especially in places like Miami. And I, I bet you've met so. people from everywhere. I think so too. Think so too. Also, I feel like the fact that like social media also gave me a a platform to meet people as well you know because like people are definitely looking at like well at that moment i don't know if people do this anymore people were looking at like a location see who would post like stuff there you know yeah 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 so did you start working at space miami then so you what in what year i worked in space well i started working at space at the door Mm -hmm. during covid i was like so COVID definitely like screwed us and I was like I need some sort of income yeah so and I wasn't modeling by then so I was just like okay let's work at the door I worked at the door and slowly little by little they accepted me into being a resident <laughs> wow that's amazing um, yeah and now I'm working with them but I think I started working at the door, I think, 2020, and I think I started being a resident in 2021, beginning of the year. So, yeah. What was your first gig at Space like? It was playing... It So, by then, it was only tables, because it was, like, still COVID. Everywhere else was shut down. The only yeah. place was Miami. Space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it was tables, and it was... I played back-to-back with Miss Mata, and we opened for Loco Dice. Wow. And, I remember when we finished, also like playing at space, it's like a long set, you know? So it's like, I wasn't used to that at all because my gigs before were like two hours here, two hours there. Um, And yeah, I remember when we finished, I was like, wow, like this is a dream come true. I cannot believe I made it till here. And I just felt like ecstatic for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially you've been working there previously on the door and then, you know, going into work, but doing something totally different of what you normally would be yeah. going to work for. It must have been such an amazing feeling. And then what happened after that? So you start working with Space Miami and then how did you, 
uh of how did your profile carry on growing in uh in Miami because you you now also have your own event brand Melody right yeah I've been working on Melody since Puerto Rico okay um, now it's like a little bit more developed I used to throw like one or two events in Puerto Rico um and then we moved to Miami oh, so I moved to Miami and uh we I started to develop it a, a little bit more um I developed a team and like we were like going more in in like in depth into the concept so basically now we're developing a concept called the melody verse which is like a multiverse and so every time you go to the the so a multiverse you can travel to different dimensions so like every 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 party i want like for it to be like you're diving into a different dimension which is a different concept you can dive into multiple dimensions or just one dimension wow that's cool yeah i'm excited i absolutely love the branding and your logo by the way i was looking at Uh, your logo is so cool thank you thank you that's that's where like the portal comes from so the portal so basically portal you can jump into a different dimension so we're right now we're creating the different concepts we're gonna develop so um, i'm definitely excited for that amazing what do you think are the main things that you have learned from your residency at a club like space Miami? because it is like one of the, like the most important and biggest clubs in dance music so yeah not everyone can say they've been a resident there so you must and you've played and seen play like at like some of the biggest artists that are in dance music what do you think you've learned from that residency I've definitely learned many things from it one of them is to pace yourself mm-hmm. like the whole night has uh order you know what I mean like you can't just open playing like bangers, you know, you need to like ease up to it and make a story. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you, like if you're a resident, I guess you get the opportunity to open or close. It has definitely taught me like how to open or close, how to read a, cl- a crowd for opening or for closing. Um, it's definitely like taught me that do not stick to a certain genre. You know, like some of some of us are like, stuck on a certain genre that we want to push but being a resident you need to definitely dig a dig a little deeper and adapt to different types of music that you can find your sound in so yeah I guess though that's like such a good learning that you can take with you everywhere because you just never I guess like playing before or after any artist at any club in the world sometimes you don't know what to expect but having them skills of being resident DJ and being able to adapt so quickly to the crowd or to whatever space you're in I'm I'm sure that makes it easier if you are in other situations wherever you are around the world and be able to be like okay I know exactly what to do right now of course because also you're prepared you have like everything on your folder yeah. you know and that's definitely something I'm grateful for because I can say that before I was just like looking for music on our certain under a certain genre and now like I just look through everything because I know I might also find something that fits my sound but it's not like a, on a strict line yeah I myself understand but yeah do you, do you prefer an opening or a closing set at miami uh, at space i love both i love opening it can create my story and also like that the people are also like very eager to see the main act so they're already like super happy and excited 
But then the closing when it's daytime, it's like amazing because it's oh. breakfast on space. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I haven't been to space for like like three or four years. I've had the best times there. Come back, come back. <laughs> I know, I know. I would so love to be able to come to my music uh, week this year. I don't think it's going to be able to happen, but hopefully at some point this year, I go back over. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, more. I remember it was more. It was uh, like morning. I think um, Martinez Brothers were playing last time I went, and it was just so good. It's the adult playground, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very much fun. What did you think of Ibiza this year when you came back? Ibiza. Like, honestly, so I came back. I at My first time going there, I didn't really understand how it works to have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I came there all not knowing anyone, like, um, not really knowing much about about the island and it was like a little complicated for me because I just didn't understand how anything works but then I came back and I played for paradise and it was just magical it was amazing it was like I want to be here every summer I love it (laughs) (laughs) it is it definitely has like something magic about it I love how you've said like a couple of times in this in this chat like you don't know anybody and you've just gone there and done it like super independent and just gone out there and like not even yeah. turn back. I love that. Yeah, I honestly that I can thank my mom for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you could choose three career highlights so far, which would they be? First one definitely is becoming a resident for Link Miami Rebels, which is the, the guys who run space. Because they have so, also they throw so many other events at a time space that are all amazing. Production is top. Also, hospitality is great. They're like a family. Like they're like my family now. You know. Yeah. Um. Second one, I would definitely say is um playing for Paradise because um not only did they got they brought me to play to Visa when they're in Miami, I also played with them in Miami and New York as well. Mm. So definitely playing for Paradise. I love uh, Jamie and like the vibe that he always brings. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one I would say is being signed to Duckfire's label to SciTech. SciTech. Because that also put me on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. That's what you would say. To like, and it opened a lot more doors for me to like start traveling and get known. Um, also, Ali's great. So yeah, actually, Ali's been on this podcast as well. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Yeah, I saw. He's so sweet. I remember we had a conversation about bread. yeah that's exactly what he was doing through COVID I don't I must have asked him like what have you been up to and he was like you know I've been making this oh it was sourdough that's what it was Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally we had this whole conversation about that it's funny yeah Ali's great he's so sweet he's so sweet and what do you think has been the most difficult part of your career so far definitely like dealing with stereotypes Mm. people being like not mostly like she's a girl but she's a model or was a model not anymore you know people like don't believe that it's real what one's trying to do or like it's just for hype Mm. and it's definitely not you know but I mean I guess what I've learned about that is like you keep doing you just block it out and like 
not care because in the end, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> your work is going to yeah. speak for itself. Your passion is going to speak for itself. And uh, yeah. Do you still, do you feel like, um, do people, you still get that from people now or was it just kind of at the beginning? I get that all the time. All really? The time. I even like get people trying to tell me like, like, oh, I know you, you have a ghost producer or stuff like that. Or like they come to people close to me, like friends that are producers and like I start asking them questions and I'm like, wow, people have some nerve, like for real. Like what, like I, I was like, I was like, I don't have to prove myself to anyone, you know, but no. because it, it only, it only matters to me what I think and what I know is real. So Absolutely. I was like, I, I might start doing video. <laughs> but then I was like, no, nah, that would be like that would be giving them way too much like importance, you know? Yeah, exactly. That you're that you're hundred percent right. Like then people shouldn't even like be given the the time or or the. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who goes you through it definitely not the only one in fact about three or four days ago I recorded a podcast for International Women's Day with a couple of uh, women in music and we had this exact conversation that we're having now like you see it so much especially over the last year I don't really know what's been going on but it's like I, I just can't even get my head around it how there can be people that sit down and look at their phone and like troll people and say like and say horror I know it's there's things that will happen off Instagram or off social media but also on but it's just like it's something I just really honestly cannot understand like how you know people think noticed? it's okay how do you think that is okay so, you know what I noticed also it's like people who do this are people who maybe are aspiring artists you know mm. and like they're in some time in some way maybe like a little jealous that they don't have that same opportunity you know because I've definitely noticed it's like I'm um, like you could say like bedroom DJs or stuff like that you know mm-hmm. like I've seen so many hate on women DJ especially on women DJ saying like oh this is a pre-recorded set like what <laughs> like what wow the thing is like nobody would ever go to a, a like a guy's profile and be like and say these things Do you know what I mean it's yeah, just- of course that's what I've noticed that's what I've noticed but I mean, the thing about all of this that I've also learned is like, we can't just give, we can't keep giving it that much importance because in the end, like. A hundred percent. And you said it, yeah, was what you said. Like you're the one, you're the one that knows what you're like, what you're doing. You're the one that's You're the one that knows and the people around you know as well. You know, the people who are actually close to you and know you and see the work that you put in, they know. So it's okay. Again, like, honestly, it's not a, it's like, I've, telling myself it's not a big deal you just have to keep doing what you're doing in the end like yeah. the passion is what it speaks for itself a hundred percent a hundred percent um I saw earlier that you are going to be hosting a stage at SXM festival for Melody yes <laughs> yes I'm super happy for that wow that'll be so cool I'm going to Oh yeah! Oh, so we're going to see you in person. So <laughs> in person, yeah. I'm doing all of the artist interviews, and I was just going through earlier, and I was like, "No way! What a coincidence!" Yes, yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm really excited. We're dropping the lineup soon, and the lineup is spicy. So <laughs> I'm yeah. really happy. Amazing. Have you played SXM before? 
Yeah, I was there last year. I played um, for the other side showcase with Ricardo, Amar, and Sonia and Varesh. And it was amazing. They killed it. Where have you been, like, your top three places to play so far, apart from, obviously, space and, like, the ones with Paradise that you've just mentioned? Uh, Peru and Lima for Super Club was amazing. Like, really? Like, insane. The vibes were great. Like, production was great. I loved it. Peru, Colombia as well. South. I haven't played that much in Europe, but South America overall is great because they're just wild yeah i haven't been to south america much but colombia is right on the top of my list and peru actually to go and visit both everyone always says they're amazing to play yeah they're amazing i loved it i am like super excited to go back (laughs) will you end with a round of quick fire questions with me yeah of course okay um Favorite ever Space Miami moment? Oof, that's hard. There's so many. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I was thinking if I ask her this, she's going to be like, I have so many though. Yeah, let me think one on the top of my list. I don't know. There's just, there's so many. And like every time it's just like, they keep like stacking, you know? Um, Definitely when I play with Rachel, with Miss Mara, it is really a lot of fun because uh, me and her just vibe so well. Mm. Um, I can say the one on top of my list right now was uh, in January 14th. I think I opened for another. And um, it was really fun, really fun. I really enjoyed my set. So I could say that's on top of my list as well. They're really nice boys as well. I saw some videos from that party. It looked very wild. Yeah, it was super cool. (laughs) What was the last thing that you Googled? (laughs) Should I check my safari? I don't remember. This is a good question, though. Um, If you can remember. If not, just make it up. Nobody will know. I don't think I can remember oh how to say genre how to pronounce genre genre yeah okay <laughs> like, i don't want to talk about it and sound like stupid uh-huh. <laughs> i was like i'm gonna look it up do you so you speak spanish in in uh, in, uh, in puerto rico yeah. right so your first language is spanish my first language is spanish yeah that's why sometimes like everybody tells me my english is very good but like sometimes like the Spanish accent slips through. And would, if, uh, well, I obviously guessed that you would speak Spanish because you're from Puerto Rico, but if I didn't know that, I would have just thought you were American. Until you start hearing me speak Spanish and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> it's like a very Puerto Rican accent. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I would never have guessed. Okay. What is the emoji that you use the most? I should say the magic one. Okay. I like that one. I never really used that. That's a cute yeah, one. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> what is your favorite studio snack? <laughs> uh, either there's these like um frozen chocolate covered cherries from Trader Joe's. Oh. Um, they're really nice because they're frozen and they're, it's like 
it's like the perfect combination between sour and sweet or baked Cheetos. Baked Cheetos? Yeah. What are baked Cheetos? It's like regular Cheetos, but they just come baked. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I love Trader Joe's that's like one of my favorite things about America yeah I love Trader Joe's okay what would a perfect day off look like for you um perfect day in the weekend or the week or a day off like you just don't have any work to do um not any work I would say wake up um go exercise do some Pilates Mm-hmm. Um, some Pilates, um, go like hang around with my family or yeah, hang, hang with my family or with my friends, do a barbecue, chill. That's nice. Sounds yeah. like a chill day. What is your cocktail to go? I don't really drink that much. Okay. But when, when I try not to, like not anymore. So um, I would say if I'm drinking, I'm just going to drink like straight tequila. Okay. Yeah. You're like me. That's what I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The DJ with the best dance moves is. Oof, that one's hard. You must have seen so many, so many scenes. I would say Nina. Okay. Good answer. She's a, she's a performer. Yeah. She has some pretty sick dance moves, I think. Yeah, she does. You're right. Okay, you can go back to back with anyone in the world. Who would it be? Sonia Munier, for sure. And what about if you get in the studio with anyone? Who would it be? I mean, I would love to see what Ricardo is in his studio. I heard it's insane. Mm, Yeah, it must be insane. If you weren't in music, what would you be doing? If you didn't work in music. I feel like I would be doing some sort of acting. Hmm. Interesting. Have you been, have you done acting before? I used to do musical theater. Oh yeah, of course you said. Yeah. So you used to actually perform. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't get like big roles, but it was really fun, you know? Ah, that's super interesting. And the last question is one that I ask everybody at the end of the podcast. And that is, do you have a guest list rule? <laughs> well, my I feel like my guest list rule is like always, always ask nicely mm-hmm. and never ask me like while I'm getting to the gig. Because that happens a lot. You see me like promoting a lot. Like, you know, you know, this is happening. And then as like an hour before, as I've already sent everything is, can you put me on the guest list, please? <laughs> it annoys me. It annoys like, me. Like, you've had days to ask me this and you ask yeah. me now. Uh-huh. I know most people I ask this question, that's theirs as well. Ask me with time. Yeah. Now you know, guys. Natalia, it's been so lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for spending this uh, this time with me. Oh, thank you for having me. And I guess we'll see you at SXM. I will see you at SXM. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. And I hope you have uh, a great rest of your day because it's super early there now, right? Well, I still have one. It's one right now. Yeah. 
like pitch black here. I this light that I have in front of me is so bright. I keep looking at myself. I'm like, I'm this is like the sh- the brightest light in front of me right now. Yeah, it's like pitch black. <laughs> End of day for me. Thank you Thank so you so much, me. and I will see you in a few weeks time. Yes. Bye. Bye.